Hi, love. I'm Nicole Weston, and you are listening to Redefining Motherhood More Than Moms. In this community, we focus on creating a safe and sacred space for us to cultivate loving, gentle, and compassionate relationships with ourselves first so that we can be present in our relationships with our partner and children and be the best mom we can be. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode on Redefining Motherhood. I'm your host, Nicole Weston, and today I'm sitting down for the first time ever with The Conscious Couple. We have Amanda Rassam and Roberto Martinez sitting down today to talk all about reigniting the fire and so much more. Let me tell you about them. Their mission is to help couples reconnect so they can reignite the fire and remember. They believe in a world where all people can live and love abundantly. Their masterclass is for couples in quarantine who can no longer brush their problems under the rug, to the married couple who wants to have sex again like they did when they were first started dating, to the long-term partners who want to stop arguing over the little things and focus on what really matters the amazing relationship they know they could have, and to the new relationship that could really thrive if only you both knew how to let go of that old baggage for good. They want to help you consciously couple so you don't have to uncouple. Oh my goodness, I am so excited. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, the two of you. Thank you. Mm, Thank you for having us. So excited. So why don't we start with why? Why? Why redefining motherhood? Why do you think now more than ever, it is like time to be helping couples? Tell us. So especially in this time of isolation, like you had said so eloquently, (laughs) um, we find that this is a time where people can no longer sweep under the rug all the stuff that they've been avoiding and ignoring, Mm. right? Like, we've all lived some really busy lives and through the busyness of our day to day, it's easy to forget about the things that have been problems. So Mm -hmm. kids take a priority over intimacy with your partner, right? And what we're noticing is that because, and that's why we believe that now more than ever is the time to actually take the time to really understand what we need in our relationships. Mm Right. And our mission is to help people discover that and discover that from a place of empowerment. Yes. Like truly, like really understand what it is that you want within yourself and what do you want in your relationship? Yeah. And like, I guess to piggyback on that and to kind of um, speak to motherhood as well. So often mothers being like, you know, the caretakers of the family, maybe um, in the past it was easier for, you know, couples and families to, um, I guess, wear different hats at different times and go, okay, kids are at school. Now I'm wearing this hat or okay, partners at work now I'm wearing this hat. But right now, as we are kind of asked to wear multiple hats at once, mm-hmm. it can feel really, um, it can feel energetically exhausting. Yeah. And it really takes a toll on the ability to really show up consciously only because um, are, we're in a, a major transition and integration and just whether or not you are someone who has amazing stress management or not, everyone is going through a state of change and stress. Mm-hmm. So we are all, um, all of our like most unconscious patterns are coming to the surface and no matter whether you've been doing the work or not, um, it's showing up with, with, with moms and their children are ultimately highlighting 
uh, some deeper needs as, as they always do. Mm-hmm. And being in quarantine and being with your partner can be really um, rewarding and it can also be really challenging. So we want to help mothers ultimately get the support that they need through their conscious couples, through their co- conscious coupling through their partnerships so that they don't feel like they're once again being thrown to the wolves to ultimately fend for the whole family. And that, right. you know, I think that there's a lot of traditional roles that are starting to shift with the fact that now we are in a major time of change and how can we embrace that change instead of trying to force old ways into it? Oh, you're speaking my language. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Like a lot of the conversations on our show have been this evolving journey of motherhood, of parenthood. Let, let's use the word parenthood, right? So um, to honor all three of us here. And so these, I think, yeah, I think just exactly what you said, we're, these traditional roles that we've potentially grown out of are definitely coming back in and it just doesn't, it doesn't fit. And I think that is also exhausting along with all of the hats. Um, and basically looking at all of our stuff and not knowing it, right? So the emotions and, and the anger and the frustration that can happen with this level of uncertainty in the world um, can be exhausting. So with that, I would love for you to... So Amanda, you've been on... This is your third time on the show. So thank you. I know. I love being on your show. <laughs> I'm just so grateful. And so, um, so why don't if you can take a moment and share with our listeners, like who the two of you are together and, and what, why, you know, why the two of you and, and share a little bit about your story. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I've been on the show in the past to talk about sexuality and relationships and how it all pertains to motherhood. And um, Roberto and I have been through quite a journey together um, we, I think that it's an understatement to say that you partner with your, like with your mirror. Mm-hmm. So like we are complete mirrors for each other in terms of the healing and the, the growth that we've gone through. It's like, there are such triggers and treasures in our relationship. Mm. Um, but all worked through really, really consciously. Like, it's not like Roberto and I don't have triggers or we don't have conflict. It's that our approach to it and our um, perception of it is so empowering Mm -hmm. and so intentional that we're able to get through like really everything and anything because we know that we have that foundation. Mm -hmm. And in the past, we both found, I mean, you're going to speak to yourself, but Mm -hmm. I know that I found that um, I was in a lot of relationships that were very toxic and not because um, it was always very obvious. It was also my own participation in that toxicity. It was my own codependencies, my own need for validation in the partnership, my own need for um, sex to be my only validation of worth, Mm. whatever the story was. And so I was in a lot of partnerships where I never really felt like my, my partner was my partner. I felt like I was either their mother or I felt like I was their roommate or I felt like I was just this nag. And um, when Roberto and I started seeing each other and and we started dating, it became like a breath of fresh air Mm. because I had done the work for myself. Right. He was doing the work on himself. So when we came together, there was no need to like complete each other. We were already whole individuals complementing each other as whole individuals. And we didn't, we weren't half a person before our relationship. We weren't half a person in our relationship. And 
you know, knock on wood, should we ever uncouple, we will never be half a person leaving this relationship. Um, We don't have expectations on each other to be like perfect for each other. We don't have expectations to be like, be my everything and always and forever and ever. It's like we have a realistic understanding of growth and our intention is to grow together. That's right. Um, and so when we, when we were coming through with this conscious couple, we, we knew that there was a need for people to kind of experience and see this for themselves in their relationships. We knew that this was incredibly valuable because we feel like kind of in a way, like this is like a hidden gem. Like I'm like, this relationship is truly so fulfilling for me. Mm. I hope it is for you. (laughs) (laughs) The Um, way that he's looking at you, I'm going to say yes. (laughs) yeah, Yeah. So it's like, this is very fulfilled. This is an incredibly fulfilling relationship. It's the relationship that I dreamed of. Yes. And not dreamed of from like a place of like, I pictured myself with my Prince Charming and walking down the aisle. Like, I mean, that was just never what I ever envisioned. I envisioned something, um, just something better that I knew was out there, but I had never really tangibly had it or seen it or experienced it. Mm. And um, as soon as I experienced it with you, I just knew I was like, oh shit, this is it. Um, (laughs) And so... Our, our intention is to ultimately show couples how to live that conscious relationship because at the end of the day, I recognize that our relationship is always changing. That's right. And so we have to approach it from a perspective of what is happening right now and how can we move through it right now and be incredibly present and mm. gra- grateful for it right now. Um, and that's what birthed the conscious couple. Which, and, and, you know, and I love all of that. I can relate so much. It, I often say to, to my partner, you're everything I wanted and everything I didn't even know that like I needed. Like, not that I, again, I don't need it. Like I am the most important person in this entire world. Um, <laughs> if anything were to happen to him, like I got this, you know what I'm saying? That's right. It's like, it's me first and then him and, and you know, so on. Um, but I can relate to that. And I often say, we're either going through this to grow deeper together or we're growing through this to grow apart. And, and either way it's a win-win. And, and I, that just brings a lot of ease to me. I, that, that helps me. So I hear that in you, in both of you as well. Um, okay. Roberta. (laughs) (laughs) So the, um, I kind of want to piggyback a little bit on what you said and the word that was screaming at me was freedom. Yeah, And that's something that we have quite powerfully in our relationship. It's this freedom to completely be ourselves. And I know for me, for a long time in all my past relationships, um, I felt really trapped. I felt terrified of like truly expressing myself. And what's interesting, since this is a podcast for mothers, like as a parent, I noticed that that also translated into the way I parented Jordan, Mm -hmm. where I was trying to confine him and put him in a box and put him in a box that I felt was the best thing for him. But really it was like the best thing that made me feel good. Right. When he, when I was insecure or, or feeling this inability to express myself, anytime his light would shine, I would, without meaning to, almost like try to dim his light because it made me feel inadequate. And that was also translating into my relationships as well. Mm. And so over the years, I've had to really learn how to fill my own cup and develop this level of sovereignty, right? Which is like, I think, one of the most important pillars in a relationship. 
And through that, because I truly unconditionally accept and love myself, which is a practice. Yes, thank you. Something that never Say that one more time. Maybe three times. Everybody, practice, practice, practice. (laughs) (laughs) It's a deliberate and intentional practice Mm -hmm. to love and accept yourself. Mm -hmm. Through that unconditional loving and accepting myself, I look at my partner with that same unconditional love and acceptance. So my job is literally to take care of me and to only like fan her wings so mm-hmm. she can soar. Yeah. Fan right? my wings. Fan your wings. <laughs> <laughs> in you know my that, life. It's like two metaphors you just combine. <laughs> yes. I like it. I'll take it. And, and that to me is the standard, right? Yes. To be in a relationship where your partner sees you, like truly sees your magnificence and only pours into that greatness. And the same also goes for parenting. My job as a dad is to see my son and do everything I can to just pull out his greatness and not in the way that I want it. I just want him to be him and be the best him and be equipped to feel confident in himself and in his ability to express himself. And in that approach, it also helps our relationship as well because we do yeah. the same thing for each other. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Just full stop right now. If <laughs> we had, if like, if we were together right now, we would be cheersing and high-fiving and just <laughs> celebrating the power of that. You know, it's yeah. so interesting for me to host a space like this. These are the conversations. I just did a podcast previous to you guys. Literally, the last two hours have been my last 24 hours. The conversations, it's like there's just this energy flowing through around dimming light and being me. And I always say, like, drink the juice. And you've made lots of references to, like, filling your cup and, like, pour over and just keep. And it's like, it's true. Drink the juice and, and, and drink it for ourselves so that we can flow that through. Um, the, the power that both of you are, are carrying is magnificent. Like, I am just, I'm like, I don't want to end, right? (laughs) We're just getting started, Nicole. (laughs) Um, But I will say for our listeners who maybe don't know either one of you, I follow both of you on social and your vulnerability and your ability to share like the rawness. Now I look at both of you individually, right? And there have been many posts that you both share that I'm like in power tears. I, I say power tears. Like I am like in your power with you. Like, crying powerful tears of just like yes yes you know (laughs) and and uh and I just think that that's what we need more of you know I've worked Mm. a lot with young women and in the social media age there is just so much outer you know other stuff and just to see you both showing up and being that and then showing up in a couple format is like what the world needs to see Mm. right and and so thank you yeah thank you for that um, I will get, I'm just going to get back to that for one moment, but um, <laughs> Amanda, you said earlier triggers and treasures. I will say I have never heard that before. Oh, wow. Yeah. There are treasures that and are triggers. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Cause don't you think that we come from a space of just only showing the treasures? I mean, of course, social media it's, it's known for that, but what it takes to be a couple isn't only seeing the treasures. It is actually experiencing those triggers and growing through them. And I wonder mm-hmm. right now, like you had said, we've come accustomed to sweeping it under the rug, right? Mm-hmm. And now, yeah. now it's like, it's, it's showtime, but we don't, mm-hmm. I will say the majority of us either don't have time or don't have a, 
methodology, there we go, uh, to, to do that in a safe and sacred way. So would you say that that is like what your master class and more is, is meant to be sharing with the world? Yeah. Yeah, we absolutely, um, when we talk to, we talk to our audiences, when we talk to our clients, when we talk to anyone, the big things that we tend to focus on are, um, sovereignty, intimacy, and how important it is to, when in an intimate relationship, um, recognize that intimacy is, um, not something that you can achieve without conflict. Yes. You're not going to be in a relationship and have intimacy with no conflict. And in yes. fact, a lot of, I think, couples would have the misconception that like you're going to be, um, I guess, like you're, you're going to be in a relationship that's good when you don't have conflict. Mm-hmm. And that was, that, I know that for myself, that was my misconception. I was like, oh yeah, well, the reason why I know this is a great relationship with Roberto is because we don't have any conflict. Everything's always amazing. And there came quite a few times where like we hit our shit, like we Mm -hmm. hit some triggers and I was Mm -hmm. like, right, he's not perfect. I'm not perfect. We're not aiming for perfection here. We're aiming to have true, real, raw expression with each other. Mm. We're looking for that freedom of expression that we both crave that I think that as human beings, we all crave is to be fully expressed and seen Mm -hmm. and have it be safe to express and be seen. Mm -hmm. Intimacy is not just about, um, how good you are in bed or how good you are at, I mean, vulnerability is so there, but it's like, it's, it's like a step further than vulnerability. It's like the willingness to be like messy with someone and, and not to take advantage of that, but also to just like recognize that that is beautiful and there's a beauty in the messiness. Hmm. Um, and that beyond that messiness, beyond that trigger is the treasure. Hmm. And the treasure for me is, always a reflection back into the mirror that is me, that is my understanding of self. Every time that I'm triggered, I go, ooh, like, that's interesting. What is that trying to show me about me? Yeah. And when I dive deep into that with myself, all I, all I find is just more beauty because I'm like, wow, there's a part of myself that has a need right now that's not being met. How have I not met that in the past? Yes. How can I forgive that? Like, I mean, these are all intentional practices that I've adopted. Yes. Um, It was not always that easy. There was times where the the triggers would take me out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I'd get triggered and be like, I can't do this. And like life would blow up. And um, I, I, you know, when when you're talking about sweeping under the rug, my old pattern was adopted through my childhood was to either, um, it was that I wasn't, it wasn't safe for me to express myself. And not because my parents weren't amazing. It was just that was the perception that I, that I took from that experience. And mm-hmm. um, so because it wasn't safe, I either had to hide and had to avoid. So it'd be like, okay, I'm going to go to my room and be by myself because I understand me and I don't need to explain myself to myself. Mm. Um, or it was coping through distraction. So it was like, okay, well, then I'm hungry. Well, mm. then I'm going to do something that makes them happy. I'm going to people please. I'm going to look really successful. I'm going to do things that make my achievements look really important. And it was always about um, meeting other people's needs versus my own. And that's where I I feel like in this relationship, I found so much treasure in the triggers because when you have someone standing alongside you willing to do the work with you, it makes it just so much easier to show Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. Um, 
it's always a choice and it is so much easier to show up when you have people in your environment who get it, who are like, right, we're on the same page, we're on the same team, we're working to grow together. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, and to add to that, I find the thing about triggers where they can be dangerous is that Mm -hmm. your triggers typically will try to lie to you about your environment but they'll always tell you the truth about yourself, right? right? So the thing that I've noticed that's really powerful about us is every time we're triggered, like just the other day, I got super triggered. And through the lens of my trigger, all I wanted to do was blame. Like I just wanted to blame you for why I was upset. (laughs) I was like mad at you, but I recognized that that illusion of being mad at you was revealing a truth within myself, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where the treasure lies. Mm -hmm. And the treasure only shows up if you can take full responsibility. Yes your triggers and for your stuff. Right. Okay. So, okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. To all of that. Yeah. Mic drop. Uh, But we won't because we don't want to hurt anyone's ears. So willing is like (laughs) my number one value, willing. And I think that when I went in this whole discovery of the relationship with myself, it was as long as I'm willing, I'm empowered. Right. And then that became a quality within my relationship with my partner. As long as he's willing, we will have the, the trajectory of growth and, and love and, and all of these pieces. I feel like willing is something that we can't, we can't, like, you can't change that with people. It's, yeah, it's a choice. I mean, thank you, right? It's like it's one or the other. And so I find in relationships, as long as an individual is willing, which then plays out into like boundaries and conversations and how we speak and, and all of those pieces. Um, willing, brilliant. So I'm sitting here going, okay, if people don't know about you guys, um, what, and I mean this with so much love, what makes you so excited and so passionate because you've talked about the practices that you both have. So tell us who you are and like why you are creating this. Like, what is your training? What is your education? What's your experience to be able, like, cause I've heard you too, <laughs> but for the people who don't know you, you know, what have, like, they can't, they're just going to be like, okay, well I'll go to my partner and be like, Hey, we got to take all our stuff out of the rug. Like, it's not that easy. Right. Like, we have practices <laughs> and we have strategies. Right. And so we want to, so, so share with us how you're going to take people on this journey, because I'm assuming it's going to be safe and secure and it's going to involve a lot of responsibility. <laughs> Yeah, well said. (laughs) So first and foremost, I want to start by saying that our biggest thing is that we really truly believe that every single person on this planet deserves to live a life of love, freedom and abundance. Right. But the thing about achieving that is it doesn't happen by accident. It happens very intentionally. Right. So how we do that is we're both master practitioners of NLP. Right. Mm-hmm. And for, the, for people who don't know what NLP is, uh, it's basically an acronym that says we're really good at helping you create permanent change fast, like really fast. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and NLP works every single time. Like if you do it with the right intention, with the right strategy, it will work as long as the person wants the change. Yeah. So step one is we work with people who are serious and committed to mm-hmm. achieving the life of freedom and abundance that they want within themselves and with their partner. The and willingness. The willingness, exactly. Oh. You have to be willing and you have to be willing to do whatever it takes to achieve that. Yes. And if someone, like I tell this to a lot of my old students, like I'm like, hey, if you're a nine out of 10 committed to achieving this goal, 
this won't work. Yeah. And I've had people get frustrated at me. They're like, Roberto, like, come on, I'm nine out of 10. And I'm like, dude, if you are a nine out of 10, that tells me that you're 90% committed to achieving your goal. Yeah. And that 10% will take you out. And I'm a thousand percent committed to you yeah. to helping you achieve the life of freedom that you want. But I can't be more committed to you yeah. than this, right? Mm. So our level of commitment to helping people is through the roof because yep. we know what it's like to be on the other side of it, to be in that relationship where you feel trapped, where you don't have a voice, where you're terrified of being yourself. Yeah. That sucks. Like Sucks. we're on this planet and we're meant to like be fully realized. Like what mm. will your life look like to whoever's looking? What will your life look like when you're truly yourself and you're so proud to be yourself? Like what a gift, you know? <laughs> and our job through our masterclass is to equip people with what we believe are the six necessities to create and maintain the relationship of their dreams. Ooh, key word, maintain. That's right. Nicely done. Because right. we, we yes. compare relationships to like building a fire. Okay. You don't accidentally build a fire. Right? If you want to build an amazing fire that is nurturing, where you want to be around and bring your family around and like play music and sing songs and have fun and enjoy the warmth of this fire, you don't trip and fall and go, whoops, I made a fire. You do it very intentionally, <laughs> right? Yeah. You do it deliberately. I keep using those words because I can't emphasize that enough. You need right. to be very deliberate in how you want your life to look. Yeah. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Did that answer your question? <sighs> yeah. I'm like, I just, <laughs> like, I just, I just love it. Um, I, I love the passion. I love what the three of you are standing for. Um, the three of you, the three of you. Us and our relationship. We Thank have actually, you. it's like, I, we have kind of a mantra. We have a couple mantras. One is, okay. um, respect me, love me, grow with me. Okay. And that is how we build the container of our relationship. So it's like everything goes through the lens of are we respecting, loving, and growing in the relationship? And it's important that that relationship exists almost like a third entity. I am my own entity. He is his own entity. Our relationship is its own entity. Mm. So we're not looking to use the relationship to meet our needs. It's like we are showing up with our needs met and we are adding into the relationship hmm. versus sucking from the relationship. Got it. So intuitively, I picked up on yes. the three of you. <laughs> That's well pretty awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. Really cool. amazing. So, you know, you had said, um, why, you know, how can your story help to redefine motherhood? And you said you want to show moms what conscious co-parenting um, really, really looks like. So yeah. can you take a moment because it is you know, we're in a global pandemic and things are, there's a lot going on. So number one, we want to be taking care of ourselves. We want to reignite the fire within the relationship, but we've also got children, right? So, you know, how are you creating space to manage all the things? What does that look like? Hmm. Well, I think it depends on the day. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Ultimately, it's, it's honestly, it's very similar to our relationship. It's about showing up authentically and like, and really hearing what, what our kid needs, right? Like what does my son actually need and not imposing what we think he needs on them. Like, I think that a lot of parents approach parenting from like a dictatorship. Like you're going to do what I say, because this is what I say versus like an uncovering or a discovering, like who is this magnificent being, Mm -hmm. right? Like 
who are you? Like, I get, like, we get to get to know him as he grows up. Like, I'm not raising him. I'm teaching him how to raise himself. Yeah. That's what we do together. Yeah. yeah. And, and the beauty in that is that's both of our intention. And so yeah. through that intention, we trust each other. Because there's been times where, like, thank God for Amanda, where I'll, I will, I'll say something and she'll be like, hey, babe, like, that actually mm-hmm. wasn't that cool. Like, mm-hmm. look at it through this lens. Imagine how he just saw what you said. And I'm like, holy shit, you're right. Right. right? There's such a level of trust in one another that we have. So when we show up together as this unit, co-parenting, discovering who this amazing human being is, uh, it's just coming from a place of uncovering rather than a place of dictatorship. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, So can you share with us a recent co-parenting, you know, in quarantine, co-parenting example for our listeners today? And, you know, how have you moved through that? Yeah, so... I remember growing up, I felt like a pawn in my parents' chess game because they split up when I was very young. So I've always had this like deep-seated fear of like losing my son or being manipulated where like time with him is used against me. Right. And uh, during this time of quarantine, I was at first fighting really hard for Mm -hmm. time with him, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I had to really dig deep and really look at my ego and recognize that my son's safety is more important, more important than my feelings. Mm. And him being with us, although is, is amazing and we love it when he's here, we have so much fun together. Um, that wasn't the safest thing for him. And it was really, really challenging coming to that conclusion to be like, you know what, for the next month, um, mm. he's going to stay with his mom. And although that was incredibly challenging, it was the right move. And as soon as we realized that was the right move, um, it actually, it's interestingly enough, it actually created a lot more safety between mm. his mom and I because she felt like, oh my God, like, like he's actually making a responsible choice. Not that I haven't, but for her, she's like, oh, I can actually trust him. I, I don't have to be worried when my son is with them. Right. You know, right. it actually made us all get closer together. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a major, the big things around co-parenting within our relationship and within the relationship with, with, your son's, with our son's mom is ultimately recognizing that there are going to be times where we are all on the same page right. because co-parenting is implying that we're all like running from the same value system. We're like, Roberto and I are, are always co-parents because we're like, we know what we are looking to do and we're, we know that we're looking to influence our son to be a sovereign being hmm. we want to show him that we are sovereign and that he can be sovereign and teach him how to be sovereign hmm. teach him how to be differentiated independent actualized all the things these are our goals and whether that happens or not we're going to just do our best right um with with his mom there is an intention for that, but that's not always the luxury. The reality is, is that you're not with her anymore because there was a, a, a ultimate, like your values didn't align in some ways and that's totally okay. Right. And we recognize that and a big practice, especially for myself, and I, I can't speak on your behalf, but for myself is recognizing that she is in her own light, so powerful 
in her relationship with her son and that I value that she shows up that way. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to show up as me. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to show up as you. I want her to show up as herself with her mm-hmm. own set of values. Mm-hmm. And those values are sometimes going to, to be conflicting or create friction with ours, but it doesn't mean that we don't respect them and that we don't go like, okay, well then what is really the highest intention here? Right. Like we wanted to have Jordan with us and we were like, well, we want to have him, but like, what's it going to look like for, for their relationship? And we had to realize like, yeah, it would actually be much safer um, and not just physically, but like mentally and emotionally right. during time for him to be with her. Yeah. Um, and then there came a point where she was so stressed and we were like, this is now not as like, you know, quote unquote safe. It was perfectly safe, but it was a, the recognition of like, now she needs assistance. Yeah. And just because she's not in this home doesn't mean that she's not part of our extended blended family. Yes. So we were like, how can we support you? Do you need us to help you out? And we came to a co-parenting decision to go, we need to restructure the way that um, time is shared together Mm -hmm. because before it was too variable and it was creating too much chaos ultimately. And we created more of a structure. So it was like, even Mm -hmm. though the circumstances were not ideal because COVID is not ideal. Mm-hmm. It created space for us to create a new solution and actually come together as a cohesive unit in such a different way. So yeah, that's our intention ultimately with co-parenting. So yeah. I, sorry, I'm just going to share what I love. What I love, I love everything. I love is how that real time, real life example happened within the last 30 days. actually models all of which you are setting out into the world to help people with, to grow deeper together, to, to create the treasures that come with the triggers. You got triggered in that of what, you know, that brought up and what that created for all of you, the values and aligning with values, and then being able to show up and create a system that actually works for all people. Um, Like you just literally, everything we've just talked about, you then just shared with us how you did it in real time. It's like, you can't make this shit up. It's like, this is why on this show, this podcast, I connect with people who are living what they what they believe in because it's not separate from us. It is who we are. It is who we are. It is who we be. <laughs> we be <Yes>. this, <laughs> yes. yeah. you know. So I just, I'm so grateful for that, and I'm just so excited for the two of you. And so I think you were going to say something, Roberto. So I, ha- I had to get that in. <laughs> I don't Maurice, know if you remember. Yeah. What I was going to say is the the biggest key between co-parenting between all of us has been like, and I've learned this heavily in this quarantine is mm-hmm. choosing to come from a place of love. Because there has been times where it's been challenging, truly, with my son's mother. Um, But there was one day where it was particularly challenging, and I deliberately chose to pour love into the relationship, pour love into her. And through that new lens, burst a complete, like, that's literally where we came up with that new structure that worked for us. And had I not, because, like, the the story of the argument that was going to ensue was playing in my head. And I had Mm. to stop it and be like, nope. I'm going to choose to pour love into this. I love her. She's amazing. She's an amazing mother. And then through that came complete transformation. And we're all in a much better place. Uh, We're incredible friends, all of us. And it it truly is like a dream come true because growing up, that was not the case for me. My parents hated each other. And that's the case for most. Yeah, me too. Yeah, for me. And it's it's unfortunate. So what a gift it is for your son, right? That's right. What a gift. For yeah. your son. And I think 
And Whew. for us too, right? Yes. Like what a peace Absolutely. Of mind to yes. know that like, yeah, like we can count on each other. Yes. Like we actually count on each other. Like that's, I'm in awe of that. And I'm so grateful. Yes. Well, and that's the reality is all of us are really facing this village that it was very, you know, small to begin with has been completely dismantled. And so how empowering to have a village within you know, this quarantine, if you want to say, right. And showing up for each and every one of you, you know, your son included. So I know that we could talk forever and we probably will have you both back again because I do think it needs to happen more often, (laughs) um, for sure. Uh, you've got this masterclass coming up. Where can the listeners go and grab the information, the details share with us? Absolutely. So we will have the link in the show notes. Uh, we have an upcoming masterclass coming up shortly. We're thinking maybe this Thursday. Um, yeah, we've had a lot of, we've, we've ran two masterclasses already and they've been incredibly powerful. And so we're looking to run a a final one to just get anybody else who hasn't yet been into the masterclass. Okay. So we're looking at Thursday. Uh, we're going to send the link. It's going to be likely at what time are we thinking? 630. 630. Okay. And so, yeah. And so we have our masterclass coming up and it's ultimately for anyone uh, whether you're in a relationship or not, ultimately it's for people who value conscious coupling. Cool. So whether you're in that long-term relationship or you're someone who's going, I may not be in that right now, but I know that's where I want to be. Mm. Um, this is the masterclass for you to learn those six necessities to build your lasting, thriving fire. Whoa, goosebumps <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Okay. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am so grateful to have both of you here and share and we'll absolutely have that. And uh, I just can't wait to have you back. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I am so grateful. I want to invite you to join our Facebook group, Redefining Motherhood More Than Moms. You can find the link in the show notes below. And if you want to find more information, more resources, and stories, you can subscribe to our weekly More Than Moms journal. I want you to remember that you are doing the best you can with the resources that you have. You are loved, you are worthy, and you are enough. You got this, Mama.